Welcome to Kingdom News, where you'll hear how God is influencing our region locally and globally. See how the Bible is relevant to today's news and learn how you can be involved with local faith events. Now here's your host, Tony Bosserman. And greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ. Hope your day is going well out there. There's a whirlwind of activity at our nation's capital. Of course, uh, President Trump is turning out executive orders, fulfilling the promises that he made on the campaign trail at a terrific pace. And, of course, we'll get to some of those uh, maybe later in the program or tomorrow. But President Trump announced today that he'll be asking for a major investigation into alleged nationwide voter fraud this coming a day after his press secretary was grilled on Trump's claims that three to five million people had voted illegally in November. Trump announced the move on Twitter and said the probe will focus on, quote, those registered to vote in two states, probably California and uh, maybe New York, those who are illegal and even those registered to vote who are dead and many for a long time. So Trump's announcement comes a day after White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer was forced to defend claims that Trump had made at a private meeting with congressional leaders on Monday that, again, three to five million people had illegally voted in the election. So the president took some bipartisan criticism for the comments a day later with House Speaker Paul Ryan, saying he had seen no evidence of Trump's claim. But the uh, Heritage Foundation has some of that evidence, Donald Trump's claim, and this is uh, from John Fund. And he writes that Donald Trump's claim that illegal voting may have cost him a popular vote majority has touched off outrage. Widespread voter fraud, the media consensus suggests, isn't possible. But there is a real chance that significant numbers of non-citizens and others are indeed voting illegally, perhaps even enough to make up the margin that uh, Donald Trump is speaking of. So the voter registration process in almost all states runs on the honor system. It certainly does here in California. You don't even have to show ID. So the Obama administration has done everything that it can to keep the status quo in place. The Obama Justice Department has refused to file a single lawsuit to enforce the requirement of the National Voter Registration Act that states maintain the accuracy of their voter registration lists. This, despite a 2012 study from the Pew Center on the states estimating that uh, one out of every eight voter registrations is inaccurate, out of date, or duplicate. And about 2.8 million people are registered in more than one state. And 1.8 million registered voters are dead. So in most places, it's easy to vote under the names of such people with little risk of detection. Again, this is from the Heritage Foundation, John Fund writing. In an undercover video released in October of last year by the citizen journalist group Project Veritas shows a Democratic election commissioner in New York City saying at a party, quote, I think there's a lot of voter fraud, end quote. That's a Democrat election commissioner. A second video shows two Democratic operatives mulling how it would be possible to get away with voter fraud. So the Obama Justice Department opposed every effort by states such as Kansas, Arizona, Alabama, and Georgia to verify the citizenship of those registering to vote. 
and this despite evidence that non-citizens are indeed registering and casting ballots. In 2015, one Kansas county began offering voter registration at naturalization ceremonies. And election officials soon discovered about a dozen new Americans who were already registered and who had voted as non-citizens in multiple elections. So, of course, political correctness has squelched probes of non-citizen voting, so most cases are discovered accidentally instead of through a systematic review of election records. But a 2014 study by three professors at Old Dominion University and George Mason University, well-respected universities in this country, used extensive survey data to estimate that 6.4% of the nation's non-citizens voted in 2008 and that 2.2% voted in 2010. So that, of course, would give you the kind of numbers that uh, President Trump was talking about. So to some people, the idea that any part of Mexico's political system is superior to the United States is crazy. However, when it comes to our different methods of conducting elections, well, it's very true. And this is a story by Nick Bitor. It actually uh, is from July 11, 2012. But he talks about the Mexican electoral system and the fact that it's perhaps the most fraud-proof in the world. America's, by comparison, is a mess. Our system is different from state to state and is open to all kinds of fraud. It wasn't always this way. In fact, Mexico's system used to be a corrupt mess. The 1988 presidential election in Mexico was plagued with scandal and widespread corruption. And so not wanting to put the country through another ordeal, the major parties agreed to create a nonpartisan, a non-governmental electoral commission, and that's what we need to do in this country, that would conduct the voting process and ensure honest and fair elections. In 1990, the Federal Electoral Institute was created, and the first presidential election was held under the new rules in 2000. Every eligible Mexican citizen has a tamper-proof photo ID card with a thumbprint and an embossed hologram. And so they have to show that when they go in to vote. Mexico is a relatively poor country, yet does not lower standards to allow for the poor to register and vote as is done in America. So no excuses are made while setting a high standard for all with no discernible drop in voter participation, which is one of you know, the things that people who oppose this uh, say would happen. But the registration process in Mexico requires all citizens to personally enroll. Proof of birth or citizenship is step one. Applicants are photographed and fingerprinted and then required to personally return to collect their voting credential. There is no early voting in Mexico, another problem in this country. And so in 1994, voter registration was 45 million people in Mexico, which was 50% of the population. In 2009, it rose to 72 million, which is 65% of the population. So even though the reforms made it more involved to register, registration actually increased. What could explain this? Well, the gentleman writing this uh, says his opinion is that Mexican citizens finally felt confident that their system was clean and honest. They no longer felt that their vote wouldn't count because of fraud. Citizens who were once apathetic because they knew the system 
was broken are now participating in a higher rate because they now, now know that their vote counts and won't be negated by cheating. And that's the same thing that would happen in this country. So fully 70% of the U.S. population believes that a photo ID should be required to vote. And it's uh, over 60% among even Democrats. So liberals who oppose these common sense ideas want the system to remain open to fraud. There's no other explanation. When it comes to electoral integrity, the United States needs to follow Mexico's example. Our system needs an upgrade to Mexican standards. And by the way, they do have voter ID laws in Canada and requirements as well. In fact, in most of the nations, the civilized nations. So, you know, your Bible says in Leviticus 19.13, do not defraud or rob your neighbor. And when people vote twice or vote ten times or, you know, uh, get uh, somebody else to vote fraudulently, they are robbing the rest of us of a fair election. 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 6 says, No one should take advantage of and defend or defraud his brother. So again, this is exactly what is happening. You know, we should not bear false witness, says the ninth commandment. And yet these people are doing that. They're bearing false witness as to who they are and how many times they've voted. And it's not fair to the rest of the country. And so... Because the Democrats and the, you know, the liberals in this country, the mainstream media, have made fun of Donald Trump over the last couple of days and these statements and saying they're wild, they're crazy, they're indefensible. Well, now they've pushed the president to actually do a research of this problem. And hopefully we'll end up you know, pushing Uh, the country, every one of the 50 states, into voter ID laws, and we'll have more fair elections in the future. I mean, isn't that what everybody wants? It's what everybody says they want. And, of course, not to be deterred, and almost uh, flippantly, three leading House Democrats are demanding that state election officials hand over cases of voter fraud, hoping to put to rest President Trump's ongoing claims that millions of people voted illegal in 2016. So they sent a letter to chief election officials and attorneys in all 50 states and requested the names, locations, and dates for any, any individual who, who illegally cast a ballot in the November election. So the letter was a tongue-in-cheek response to Trump's comments that he lost the popular vote because of voter fraud by millions of illegals. Well, we'll see if any of their research actually turns up anything. And, of course, I'm sure that we will hear the report uh, that comes from the president's study on this subject. We're going to take a break here. When I come back, I'll speak with Dr. Daniel A. Biddle. He's president of Genesis Apologetics. And we're going to talk to him about an exciting film coming out in your theaters entitled Is Genesis History? That's next on Kingdom News. there it is. You just heard the ad, Is Genesis History? And now we're going to talk to Dr. Daniel A. Biddle, president of Genesis Apologetics. 
And it's a ministry, of course, that equips teens and parents to handle evolution teaching in public school. And I've been to some of their lectures. They know what they're talking about, and it is a very important subject. Welcome, Dr. Daniel Biddle. Thanks for having me on, Tony. Yeah, so tell everybody, uh, give everybody an overview of the movie. Well, when I first ha- heard about this movie, I was really excited because the the, the historical literal view of Genesis does not get much playtime, and this is going to be one of two blockbuster movies that's going to be coming out this year that basically takes the historical Genesis account and reviews it scientifically and bolsters its credibility by going through geology and paleontology and all kinds of different effort, uh, evidences that we're now finding out in the last few decades that really prove that the, the literal historical view of Genesis could be the right one. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a believer. You know, a dozen times in Scripture, God says he stretched out the heavens from the yeah. earth, you know. And, I mean, it's uh, people don't see that uh, God made the earth first and stretched out the heavens from the earth so that Adam could see the stars from day one. There you go. It's, it's, it's really amazing. I mean, God, when you're a believer of what's called the, the special creation, it's really uh, glorifying to God because God himself said that he spoke creation into existence. So we get to worship uh, an all-powerful, all-knowing God who made the creation in just a, just a way that he wants us to have it. So it's really, it's really fantastic when you view it through that lens. Amen. So I'm sure people are thinking, you know, is this a grade B movie? Is this a you know, put together by some really good producers, uh, people with background in uh, theater and movies. Uh, you know, give us uh, some insight into how it was developed and how it was paid for, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did get the, the fortunate experience of getting a, a preview link to the movie that was only live for, for three days, but I did get to watch it all the way through. It was actually put together by Del Tackett, who is the author of The Truth Project that a number of people have, have been through. Yes. And I, I really liked it. I, I think um, it did fall along the line of a documentary, so it's not an action-packed uh, film. It's only going to be in the theaters for just a one day. Uh, but people should come expecting to watch a documentary, but it, it's extremely interesting. And I've been uh, real active in the creation movement for the last three or four years, and I was learning things left and right and, and things that were confirming my my viewpoint and things are really opening my eyes to, to new venues because we're um, we're but ants and little dots here on earth and we we know so little but when you, you go through a film that in 90 minutes really unpacks what some of these leading experts are saying from the fields of geology or paleontology or looking at things like starlight uh, it's really fascinating that the answers are out there if you just trust God's word for for what he said on how he created everything Absolutely, and I think it would uh, stun people out there in the audience uh, to know that there's some leading scientists that, that believe this, and you probably have some of them interviewed on the movie. They do. In fact, they, they start with, uh, with some interviews that are uh, by Steve Austin. He's one of the leading researchers of the, of the Mount St. Helens area and the Grand Canyon, and they start out the, the movie with a, an interaction between him and Del Tackett in the middle of, the, of Mount St. Helens and say, look, it looks like this took millions of years to form. But then when they talk about what happened with Mount St. Helens in the mid-'80s when all those eruptions were going on, and you're looking at these sedimentary layers that right. were built up, uh, some of them within days, some of them took you know, weeks to form as all the polyclastic flow uh, came down. But they're sitting in a, in a canyon there that conventional wisdom would say took millions of years to form, 
but it all happened in a matter of weeks or months. Yeah, I just happened to be on I-5 in Portland, Oregon when all that happened, and uh, I'll tell you, it was something else. It was almost apocalyptic. So yeah. how, how can people get tickets? The, the, the whole entire uh, sky went dark. Yeah, <laughs> yes. It was, uh, it was pretty amazing. It was raining ash, and uh, yeah. you know our, our filters in our cars had to you know be changed uh, constantly. So <laughs> tell everybody where they can get tickets, and again, go over the time and the... Uh, places or where they can find out about the places? Certainly. It is a one-night-only event. It's on February 23rd at 7 p.m. It's in about 500 different theaters nationwide, uh, but we're really focusing our promotion towards the four that are in the immediate Sacramento area. Okay. Uh, And you can find those theaters out by going to our website, or you can go directly to the movie website, but our site just links over to it. So if you go to our website, which is genesisapologetics.com, that's genesisapologetics.com, the, the main screen on our website right now is a, is a click link over to the movie. So you click on that website, and we'll take you right over. And I think you guys are going to be giving out 100 tickets. We, we cooperated with uh, yes. the Fish Morning Show, and I think you guys have got a whole bundle of tickets you'll be giving out to the four main theaters that we're focusing on uh, in Rockland, Roseville, El Dorado, and Folsom, I believe. Yeah, so listen to Fish as well so that you can uh, maybe pick up some free tickets out there. Uh, we yes. only have about a minute and a half left. Uh, real quickly, why so many different views about our origins? Why is it important to believe that maybe Genesis presents actual history? You know, there are a lot of uh, different views about Genesis that come from within the Christian community and the secular community. And I really didn't have a, a declared position on it myself until about four years ago, and I've been a Christian since I was 11 but what happened with me really is I took a, a deep look into dinosaurs and Noah's flood, and I studied that for about three months, turning over every rock I could find out, and ultimately that led me to a, a literal historical view because the evidence is just it's undeniable that some, some massive catastrophe happened worldwide that took care of the extinction of the dinosaurs and laid the layers down quickly and broke the continents apart and and things of that nature. So, But for me, it came down to a, really a choice of did I want to trust the authority of God's Word or did I want to translate the Bible through secular science? And I came down to a, a trust in God's Word, and I almost feel like He rewarded me with giving me the, the evidence about Noah's flood that really confirmed my understanding of uh, God's Word as plainly written in Genesis. Amen, and I think that uh, people would be shocked to know that Genesis 2, verse 4 is the only place you find the word history in the Bible, and Mm. it's this is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created. Now, do you believe that or not, folks? It's in our Bibles. Hey, Daniel, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, Really appreciate it. And uh, one more time, give everybody the information. Yeah, please go to our website. It's just genesisapologetics.com, and you can get to the movie site right from our homepage. All right, thank you. Excellent. Thanks very much for having me on. Okay, that's Dr. Daniel A. Biddle, president of Genesis Apologetics. And if you'd like to get tickets for the February 23rd one-day-only showing of Is Genesis History? Well, you go to a genesisapologetics.com. That's genesisapologetics.com. It's February 23rd, 7 p.m. You can get your tickets there, and you can get more information about this great ministry, Genesis Apologetics. Thanks for listening to another edition of Kingdom News. 
and continue to pray for your brothers and sisters in Christ around the world that are being persecuted. Let's pray for the victims of the tornadoes down there in the south that just happened a couple of days ago. And don't forget to pray for that permanent solution to mankind's problems. Thy kingdom comes.